All right. Before we get into the episode, let's get some housekeeping out the way. I am Sierra Narita, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Cake and Conversations. Anything that you hear on this podcast is for entertainment purposes. I am not a trained professional. I draw from my own experience. So if you are someone who needs to seek additional help or professional help, please do so. Now that that is out of the way, let's get into the episode. I'm writing a vision and making it pop. Don't think it's a game and some of it just might be hard to obtain uh-huh. I know it, I know it, but I don't care cause I know deep in my brain uh-huh. I'm just there for greatness and I would not get it if I keep on playing uh-huh. So let me go get it Hello, good people, and welcome to another episode of Cake and Conversations. I am Sierra Narita, and I really appreciate you hanging out with me today. All right, so today I want to talk about, of course, one of my favorite subjects, relationships. But this episode is going to be um, really focused on relationships that I feel like should be mandatory for every person. I'm going to cover three relationships, and then those relationships, I think you'll see why I say they should be mandatory for everybody. So we're just going to get into it. We're not going to prolong this process. So the first relationship that I think that I believe, truly believe, should be the number one mandatory relationship that you have in your life. And that's a relationship with God. I say that, of course, for the obvious reasons. But in order to build a relationship, you have to spend time with the person that you're trying to build a relationship. You have to commune with them talk to them, get in those intimate moments with them. And so it's the same thing with God in order to truly build a relationship, because that's what this Christian walk is all about, right? Building a relationship with God. It's not about the religious aspect of Christianity at all. Like that is not what this is about. It's about actually building a relationship and gaining that relationship to see God as your father, as your provider, as someone who is there to comfort you, like all those things, that's what the relationship with God is about. And so when you have that relationship solid, when you have that relationship on a firm foundation, then you typically will be able to easily navigate other relationships. So for number one, definitely need to have a relationship with God as your number one priority. Like once you have that thing in in place, then pretty much every other relationship you have should fall into place. All right. So the second relationship that I believe we all need to have and needs to be a priority for all of us is a relationship with yourself. You have to have a relationship with yourself in order to be 100% whole for someone else should you choose to bring someone else into your life. Um, Your relationship with yourself is very important. You need to know who you are. You need to, again, just like any relationship, just like I mentioned a minute ago, if you are building a relationship, you're spending time, you are um, getting to know, you are um, really engaging. So you need to do those things with and for yourself. You need to spend time with yourself. You need to learn what it is that you like and what you don't like. You need to Uh, figure out what it is that you want to do with your life. Like what's your vision? How do you feel like your life should be going in the direction of your life? And in order to do that, you need to first have a relationship with God. So if you are building the relationship with God and also getting to know who you are, those first two, two most important relationships that you should have, then 
pretty much a lot of things will start to fall into place. Now, this does not mean that you will have like an easy life or that life will be smooth sailing or that you won't have trauma or drama or any other things. But it does mean that you will easily or more easily be able to get through these things because you have those foundational relationships that truly mean something that truly will help you get through or over the humps that you need to get through or over. Um, and I say through because trials and tribulations will come. God told us that these things will happen. And so you need to know how to navigate through those things because you're not always going to be able to jump over them. You're not always going to be able to avoid them. Sometimes you have to go through the storm in order to get to the other side. So if you have that firm relationship or foundational relationship with God and you are also making sure you know who you are, because if you know who you are, then your life will not be able to be dictated by someone else. It'll be easier for you to combat those things that are not necessarily in line with what Christ has for you and not in line with the things that you want for yourself. So if you have those things in place, then when you see those wolves in sheep's clothing, then you'll easily be able to point them out and identify that they are not who they say they are. And then you'll be more easily able to separate yourself from those situations. So you definitely need to uh, make sure that you have a firm foundation in Christ and you need to know who you are. And so for the third mandatory relationship that you need to have in your life, and this one is kind of a collective. So I call it or I'm sure maybe it's been called this before outside of me, but I will call it a personal executive board. And what I mean by that is your personal board of directors, like your group, your friend group, your loved ones, those people that are around you who will hold your feet to the fire, who will hold you, who will help hold you accountable to the things that you say you want, to the actions that you say that you are going to do, those goals that you set for yourself, as long as they are in line with what God's word says, then reach for the moon, you know, go and accomplish whatever it is that you have for yourself to go and, and give yourself grace. Because sometimes as you grow, as you mature, as you get older, those goals will change and that's okay. But your personal um, board of directors, these are the people in your life who will tell you when you're wrong. So they definitely need to do that because you don't want to be making missteps. And then the people who you call your friends, those people who say that they are close to you, who love you, then they come back after the fact and say, you know what? I knew. Well, that's not okay. It's not okay for those people who say that they are your friends. Those people who say that they love you. Those people who say that they know you and they respect you and appreciate you. It's not okay for them to come back after the fact and say that they knew something was wrong or they knew that a situation you were in was not was not right and they never said anything and I say that because because you know we have to be accountable to each other and there are times when we get ourselves into situations where we just we can't see the forest for the trees because we're too close to it so this is where your personal board of directors comes in you know these people are close to you close enough to notice when you are 
doing things differently or making missteps, but they're also on the outside so they can see into the things or the situations that you are embarking upon. And so they will be able to question those things and they should be able to question those things. These people should be able to come to you and say, hey, you know, what's going on? Tell us about this situation. Why is it that you feel like you should be, you know, going in this direction? Or why do you feel like you should be talking to this person? Or why do you feel like you should be, you know, engaging with this group of people? Like this is though, this is that group. And there's no number on this group, but you definitely want them to be close to you. So um, just with that criteria that you want them to be close to you, automatically, it's very likely that this group will not be that big. I'm not going to say that you need to have a certain number of people because the number is irrelevant, but you need to be able to cultivate these relationships. You need to be able to grow them from the grassroots. Like you need to be able to really invest your time in each of the people that are on your board of directors so that they then can in turn invest in you and be able to um, help guide you along this path. And I say the number is probably automatically going to be small because generally speaking, as people, you know, adults who have lives, a lot of people have children, you may have a husband or a wife, you may have a spouse and children and other obligations, a job, a career, all these things um, that you're working on. So with those things in place, then you need to make sure that the relationships that are mandatory are ones that you have time for. So automatically, your personal board of directors will be a smaller group because you typically won't have the time to truly invest in building those relationships because you have other things happening. So these need to be people that you truly love and you truly appreciate because you're going to automatically want to carve out time for these people in your life. You want to make sure that your executive, your personal executive board um, are people who can call you on your stuff, are people who truly love you, appreciate you, and want to see you do well. You recognize a tree by their fruit. So make sure that these people even if they may not necessarily be on the same path as you, maybe they're they're walking a different path, not anything that's against the, the word of God, but just different, different from yours. So it's okay for them not to have the exact same interests as you. It's okay for them to have a different flavor as you, because the thing is, that's what will create the spice of, the, of your life. That's what will create the spice in the relationships those things that will um that are that are differences can actually bring y'all closer together because it gives everybody the opportunity to grow outside of each other and then bring things back to the group and people that are on your executive board my assumption is that you are also on theirs and those groups will look different so everybody that's on my executive board or directors will not necessarily be on the, the next person that's in my group, if that makes sense. But you need to make sure that these people are trustworthy, are honest, are loving, are mature, because that's going to play a part. Like you can't 
have people who are immature because they need to understand that life happens and there are going to be times where you may not necessarily be able to hang out with them as much because life has those hills and valleys and so does your ability to spend time with people. It has those hills and valleys. So these people need to be able to understand that. They need to understand that although we are busy, although we have lives outside of each other, we need to be able to still pour into each other. We still need to be able to reach out. And so if that's just a text message, if that's a quick phone call, anything, you know, you still have to be able to invest in each other. So that's another reason why you need to make sure that you respect and you love each other so that you can be willing to put the time in to really develop these relationships. So, um... I hope this was a good episode. I know it was super duper short. I know. But honestly, these are the most important relationships. As you as you may have noticed, I did not mention a spouse or um, children or parents or siblings or anything like that. Those relationships are absolutely important. And in the order of God, we know that there's Christ, there's the husband, the wife, children. We know that. Um, And so I want to say that your spouse should absolutely be a part of your executive board of directors. If you are married, then your spouse needs to be, you know, numero uno on that board. That person should definitely be able to speak life to you, to give you um, critiques, to give you um, encouragement, all of those things. This person should definitely be a part of your board of directors. If you are not married and you have children, maybe older children, like I do, I have teenagers. Um, My teenagers are a part of my board of directors. I will ask them, what do you think about this? Or how do you see me in this situation? Or am I coming across like this? I ask them, I ask them those type of questions because they're older. Now, when they were, when they were younger, of course, I didn't engage with them like that. But now that my girls are older and they understand what different things mean and they understand how to cultivate relationships, they understand how to uh, develop a foundation with someone then yes, they are a part of my board of directors. Now, even though they are part of my board of directors, they are still my children. So there are boundaries with their relationship and things that I choose to discuss with them. So yes, your board of directors do incorporate those people that are close to you in that way. And those relationships will, of course, be different from person to person. Like I mentioned, uh, my daughters, they're on my board of directors and I'm on theirs, but of course their, their circle is different than mine. So we may be the common denominator on each other's board, but of course theirs also incorporate other people that are more um, of their peers in the relationship that I have with them. Of course, like I said, we're not going to discuss a lot of things, but they can give me the perspective from people who are absolutely close to me and who I love and who Um, respect and appreciate me and want me to do well because, well, it directly affects them. (laughs) Um, I didn't want to leave out a spouse or children should you have them in the picture. That was a very short episode, I realized, but I think that these relationships are super important. These are like your foundational type of relationships. Um, These are, are people who will stand 10 toes down. These are people who are going to be 
in your life forever. You know, of course, God will be there no matter what. He will always be there. He was there when um, he knew you before you were in your mother's womb. He knew you from the very beginning before you were even a twinkle in your daddy's eye. Like <laughs> he knew you. And of course yourself, that the relationship that you um, built with yourself is super important. You need to know when you're not okay. So you need to do check-ins with yourself. And then of course, lastly, that board of directors, those people in your life who um, you call friends, loved ones, all of those people, super important. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really do. I pray that each and every one of you are are blessed during this time and enjoying your time with family and friends. Um, even, do, even though we are in the midst of a pandemic, I pray that you are safe, that you are checking in with God, checking in with yourself, checking in with your friends. So yeah, that's it. That's all I got for today. Again, thank you so very much for tuning in to yet another episode of Cake and Conversations. I am Sierra Narita, and I'll talk to you soon.